And it will be Saturday night in Death Valley. Well, it's not Saturday night. It's freaking Sunday night. Yeah, <laughs> and we all got off. It's not Saturday night. We're not in Death Valley. Just... And and we got smashed. Okay. So I'm Bradley Schneller. I got with this coach Shane Bohr here on the Louisiana Saturday night podcast. Uh, we're about to discuss why, how LSU got kicked right in the face all night up and down the field. Bullied is a nice word. Yeah, that's, what I, that's why I titled this podcast Bullied because we got smash i mean i i don't it's like the wheels came off you know completely um you know we're i felt like we were shooting ourselves in the foot in the first half and then the second half florida state flipped the switch and uh i have never seen lsu look so small time as they did in the second half it, it was it was it was one of those games that going to halftime and we have the lead and i would say most lsu fans thought Man, it, it, it should be a lot worse, right? And Florida State's just like thanking the heavens that they're even in this game. I mean, it could have easily been 28 nothing, maybe 35 nothing. Yeah. Look, you know, to start that game. We got comments all over the place. I, I imagine LSU fans are probably pissed off after this game. I don't even know what to think. I don't know if I'm upset, pissed, mad, disappointed. I got all this stuff, but uh john john writes in hey yikes lsu's been blowing out three of the last four games has kelly been exposed uh look it's first of all everybody time out it's week one all right uh, everybody need i wouldn't put too much stock into any win that was out there and i certainly wouldn't overreact to any loss right everything you want is still in front of you right? you got a reality check tonight it looked like we believed the hype Right. Our, our guys are from from the coaching staff on down. You listen to Kelly's comments coming into the game. We're going to go to Orlando and kick Florida State. Well, all right. So that went on their bulletin board, and they they just kicked our teeth in, right? So little reality check here, but right, you can still run the table. I know you don't think that we're that type of team, but th- I think we played a much better game this year than we did last year. Well, we didn't, year. yeah, we shoot, we shot ourselves in the foot a lot less this year. Yeah. I don't know if that's great or not. <laughs> okay, no, but uh, look, there, there, there's the, uh, the coaching world. We always talk about making the biggest leap from week one to week two because it's the first time you get real film, real game uh, experience for people, and you can coach people up a lot more yeah. in this one week than you will an entire summer. All right, we're going to get to all these comments as we go in. I want to get into the game a little bit, recap it a little bit, our thoughts on that, and then we'll bring in some of the comments as we go. But, you know, we we start out this game. Uh, I love the first two play calls of the game. What would you think about that? Yeah, uh, you know, look, most offensive coordinators script plays, right? These are our first 10, call them openers, right? And maybe you get off script for third down or a special occasion. But – um, those look like plays that had been rehearsed and we had, uh, you know, that the big opening play, um, it would look to me like it was a, maybe a, a read to take a shot down the field, which was covered, come down to the running back, which was completely left open. Um, yeah. you know, I, what, what I don't like and, and both cases, I don't mind the fourth down, go for it early in the game, red zones. Like I, I was an aggressive coach, like you coach to win the game. Like you score touchdowns there. We're having a different conversation right now. What I don't like is we didn't seem prepared with the, with a play. 
That's so it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, we had we got a couple of people in here. Um, look, Denzel says, "Hey, they kept the kept going for the fourth downs early, take the points." FSU got a hell of momentum. Look, I hear you. That first fourth down, I'm totally going for. It. And then again, we're on the plus side of the fifty when we go for that second fourth and one. So I'm not totally sure there. You know, Bayou yeah, Boys says, I, "I don't like that fir- that first one where we got to burn a timeout." And then we come back with what looked like a regular middle of the field play. Like we were trying to hit neighbors in the corner and then you're going to come read something on the backside. Like you should have two or three two point conversion plays ready to go. I mean, that's essentially where you are right there, right? You're on the one or two yard line. It's a two point conversion play. Like you go right to it. We shouldn't have to burn a timeout. Those are plays that they've rehearsed in that situation a hundred times. That, 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 that was a coaching mistake. Yeah. In, I mean, in my opinion. Not the, I, not questioning the going for it, just how it played out. I, I thought it was super interesting because one of the things we talked about in the season preview was how improved this offensive line was going to be, you know. Um, and that sequence uh, at the goal line and again, the other fourth one, and we kind of saw it all night. We really didn't run the ball well unless it was Jaden taking off with it. Yeah. You know, Joshua says, hey, call a spade a spade. The LSU team is not good in the trenches. Quarterback plays are good. Um but and the play calling was terrible. But look, I'll say this: we did get bullied in the trenches. Yeah, we got pushed around. Yeah, both, um, both sides of the ball. Early, uh, I don't. Not early. I thought in the first half the defense aligned. Defense was dominated. Yeah, absolutely dominated. I loved what they were doing. They were a handful. I think not having Mason Smith, you saw we lacked a little depth. Those guys were just tired at the end. And Florida State, you could tell, went at halftime and said. We have to commit to the run. What can we do? What do we have in the in the on the script and on the play sheet that we can run? And you saw different formations, right? You saw that uh, uh, thirty personnel or three three back, right? Two two on uh, one on each side of the quarterback, and then the fullback. And they were just they were pulling guard, tackle, and the tight end with a lead blocker, and we just got worn down, right? Yeah. And they made a commitment to that which now we've got to make an adjustment, which opened up those big receivers. And I know everyone's going to say, man, those guys had a big night. Uh, I don't think the DBs were in terrible position. Those guys just make great plays. I, I thought the same thing. Like, I did not think our defensive backs played bad. Uh, no. Their wide receivers just played better. Also, yeah. they had like six inches on every single one of our yeah. defensive backs. I mean, and, you know. and Jordan Travis laid the ball exactly where it needed to go on those downfield passes. So uh, there's not, not much that, we could it, do. We didn't. You saw a couple of times neighbors kept like looking back into the backfield, being like pointing up, like, like, hey, put it up. Give me a chance. Like it was like a back shoulder throw, but right. in front of them. And that's such a low percentage, you know, throw and catch right there. So they, they seemed a little off. I was a little disappointed. We heard how much we were going to be taking shots downfield and this and that. Like I saw nothing vertical with with uh, Mason Jayden. Taylor. Yeah. Nothing vertical. Yeah, everything was in the flat, you know, off the RPO, um, the, the zone read. Uh, it's, and it just nothing looked creative. From a from a quarterback standpoint, what did you see the couple of times Jaden did take a shot? I mean, he underthrew the receivers every single time. Yeah, he, he didn't seem comfortable with it. Now, I, I'd like to look at the film, right? That, that he was in the pocket, right? Uh, you, I would need to see some replays to say, oh, there's a little bit of pressure in front of him. Um, it's tough to make those throws, you know, saying, Hey, I got to stand in here and take the hit, those type of things. But he seemed a little off on his deep throws for sure. Yeah. Um, we got, uh, Tramal said, Hey, LSU wide receivers had too many drop passes. No doubt. But so did theirs. Yeah. They, it it was kind of the same 
both sides here. Yeah. Um, yeah. You had a couple that stand out, right? The third down, the two third downs, the the one where uh, where, where uh, Thomas is wide open. It's a little underthrown ball, and when he drops it, uh, those stand out. But uh, they had them too, so they had a couple third down drops as well. Yeah. So look, John said, "Hey, what it was apparent? Special teams gaff, you know, red zone play calling." Defense got exploited. But, look, I'll say this. Like, other than the Aaron Anderson muffed punt, which, again, to me, he just wasn't in position. Like, yeah. he tried to catch the ball to his left shoulder instead of being under the ball. Uh, I look, thought it we're was – We're lucky the first – I forget who it was, but the first guy caught the punt over Clayton, his head. Clayton, was like, yeah, that was, yeah. That was the most dangerous thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. So, they definitely need to, to tighten that up. I mean, the kicking game looked better – um, so from a special teams standpoint, like, I, I don't know what the deal is. Is it mental with these punt uh, returners? You know, What's the deal? And also like our kick return unit, like we didn't open up anything. No, Locking every time we made a return, it was getting, I mean, just take the fair catch. We had no return on the kick, uh, kickoffs. Um, uh, look, we can sit here and, and say, cause a lot of people make it look easy, but when you're standing back there to catch a punt, and it's high, and there's lights everywhere, and there's 11 dudes running down the field full speed at, from 40 yards away. Like, that's a little unnerving, right? And you got yeah. you got a new guy back there. Um, it, you know, it just, just takes time and practice. Yeah, so you look, you look around week one, you see all kind of special team gaffes left and right. All right, we got a lot of people saying like, hey – you know, Kelly was exposed. Brian here says Brian Kelly got outcoached again. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, there's definitely a difference in the changes that were made in the second half. Uh, yeah, we didn't look. I didn't think us. we made any adjustments, you know, really. Um, I don't know that, you know, outcoach is such a, I don't like that word personally, right? Yeah. That sometimes you, sometimes you have the best plan, right? And I've always said, sometimes your best coaching jobs are when you go five and five. Right. Those are tough years. And you got you got the Joe Burrow team. Like, I don't want to say that, but that's a, that's an easy team to coach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those guys go out and make plays. So um, I will say this. We, we didn't look motivated to play. Um, we looked like we believed the hype. We were just going to roll out the SEC banner and the LSU helmet and Florida State was going to sort of back down. And they just punched us in the mouth. And I didn't think you heard on several occasions them talk about how Norvell got the whole team together early on when they had penalties, they got the whole team together, right? Right before the halftime, he got the whole, it was two or three times. He got the whole team together. And, you know, every time the camera gets on Kelly, you sort of, he, I don't want to say looks confused, not in a very, not in a less miles way, not right. like that, but um, you just didn't see any fire or passion from him. And I just think it trickled down. Yeah. You know, I find it interesting because last year, we never quit. Not in any game. We never quit. Like in the Texas A&M game, we just kept fighting. SEC championship game, Georgia was a thousand times better than us. They had way more talent than us. And even when we were down by three scores, we were fighting, trying to make tackles, play hard. I watched the end of this game. Our guys quit, man. Like, uh, Yeah, I think that goes to what I'm saying. They, they believed the hype. They didn't expect this outcome. They didn't, they, they didn't even think that it was fathomable. And... You know, they just looked unprepared to be in that in a dogfight. Yeah. You know, yeah. and when they got hit in the mouth, they, they didn't know how to respond. Now, 
look, Tramal brings this up. I was going to bring this up as well. Say <laughs> Hal <laughs> Perkins Jr. Yeah. was quiet. LSU had no pass rush. Yeah. Where the fuck was Harold Perkins? I can tell you this, right? And they talk about like Harold Perkins has not been playing football very long. And last year, his role was pin your ears back and just go. I saw him, I saw him like lined up in the rushing position, like maybe twice. Yeah, he looks uncomfortable in that middle linebacker position. I mean, all night he looks slow to react. He's trying to play too much football instead of just going out there and being the best athlete and turning them loose. Like I didn't see him in on pressure. The whole half the plays, he's trying to spy the quarterback and he's just sort of standing there at the line of scrimmage doing nothing. Yeah. Right. That's on the coaching staff. Like I don't, that guy's not that big of a threat running the football. You know what I mean? Like they didn't spy spy Daniels. No. You know what I'm saying? Like um, I, I, I thought we had pass rush from the D line early, but Perkins look lost out there. Like they're asking him to do things he can't do. He's thinking too much. He's just standing there. He he just look all out of sorts. You know, they, they gotta, they gotta revisit that in my opinion. From an offensive perspective throughout the game, first half versus second half, what were you thinking about the scheme we rolled up? Where did it go wrong? Um, it looked like they had forced Daniel and we talked about it earlier. Like, Hey, he's going to see how has he come progressed as a passer you're going to see him sit back there a little bit more it almost looked like too much right they had drilled it into him hey stay in the pocket let it develop this and that and he didn't get out and and there were times I thought and he could have gotten out of there but he checked it down to the underneath crosser and and we just didn't get a lot of value out of that I loved early on in the game where they were going with sort of quick reads and quarterback design runs, right? It's a version of, a, of an RPO where, hey, we're just going to empty, getting empty, no running backs, right? Five receivers, throw some quick hitting routes, and look, you look at this one read. If it's not there, you go, right? And, it's a, and the line's going to block a run play up front. I love that stuff. That's what he needs right now. Yeah, he, it just looked forced that, hey, don't run, check it down. How were how his, I don't know if you were watching, like how was his, you know, reading his progressions or going through his progressions? Um, or It looked good. Yeah. It looked like he, fa- it looked like he found open guys. I mean, I don't, you know, I mean, there was the interception. I mean, neighbors falls down. It might've been an interception anyway. I mean, that DB looked in pretty good position. Maybe, right. maybe neighbors is there to, you know, play defense at that point. But um, I, I had no problem with him. I mean, whenever, you know, you wish you had that, you know, as a coach and you get this wide angle, it can see the whole field at any time. Like you can start to answer questions that maybe you don't see in a regular broadcast. But um, it, when they would show that, it looked like, yeah, the, you know, we were looking at neighbors. The safety was over the top. He was covered. He came down and checked it down or or through the out route. Or, so I, I was fine with his progressions. Um, there were just a few times where I'm not a big fan of that two yard shallow cross underneath where uh, that yeah like you saw in you fourth know. down fourth down yeah. And four <laughs> yeah like i mean they, they, if you saw that from the end zone replay like number 15 who made the tackle like he, he almost could have ended that dude's career yeah like he was right in position like you know i didn't I'll see any this. sprint outs which i didn't like like let's get him out the pocket yeah like, he's let's, let's force that run it's almost like he tried to stay in the pocket to a fault yeah it look, he'd been drilled yeah. too much to, hey, stay in the pocket, check it down. Stay in the pocket, check it down. Let yeah. that guy go play football. Yeah. How did you feel the offensive line fared against Florida State's defensive line? 
Overall, not bad. I mean, they got look. That's one of the most elite defensive fronts that we'll yeah. see all year. I mean, Jared Verse, who's badass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, look, they caused they caused way more havoc last year. Um, did we? I think we gave up really one. I think I'm gonna call true sack. Um, so I, I thought they did good. We I didn't think we got a big push in the run game. You know, but I didn't see anything other than just some zone schemes. I saw no power, no counter. Uh, you know, people pulling. Uh, I, I didn't see any of that. It was all zone read stuff. You can't you can't hang your hat on that. At some point, you got to just say, hey, we need a yard, and this is what we're going to do. And I think you saw that commitment from Florida State in the second half. And look, whether, whether it was a bad game plan or not, okay, um, I feel what we really saw, and John here says it, Florida State's a really special team. Give them their due. As Kelly said, it we're still a couple of years away. I, I, it looked to me, Florida State was just a vastly better team. More talented, yeah. more depth. Um, LSU did not look like they belonged on the field with them, uh, especially in the second half. Yeah, I think this goes back to preseason type polls, right? We, we end the year, you know, with this big bowl win. We were in contention just because we won the West, right? If we If we don't win the West, we're probably, you know, we're probably preseason ranked like 14. We're probably where we should be. Right. Right. And then you got this Florida state team who's four years under Norvell now. So you got an entire freshman class who's been through the process and those guys are the leaders now. And I think you saw that, you know, and it showed And that team, that team has that sort of chip on their shoulder this year. Like they feel it's their year. Yeah. So you know? look, I, this coach, this one's for you, our offensive guru. Uh, Dre Day says, never changed from the single back formation, even when needing a few yards. Offensive yeah. play calling was bad. You were, I, I didn't see a whole lot of formation variation, period, right? You had, uh, I wish I had some like next gen stats, but Mason Taylor, which which causes the, we talked about it in the pre show, causes problems, but I'd love to see how many times he was split out wide versus in that true tight end hand in the ground or fullback set. But, yeah, you never saw any big heavy sets, right? Bring in an extra lineman, bring in, um, you know, two tight end sets or anything like that. It was our heavy set was five linemen, one fullback, one running back. That was it. Yeah. So that, that's that. Yeah. I didn't, I went back to what I said earlier. I didn't see a whole lot of creativity in the formations. I, I didn't see a whole lot of any of that. I, look, I don't know who Tramal is, but this dude's reading my mind the entire show. I'm going to pull this comment up. Does Colorado have a better team than LSU right now? Look, Tramal, they do not. But I was going to ask Coach this. Coach, if Prime was on the sidelines tonight, do we win this game? <laughs> look, I don't know, right? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big Prime fan. If you don't like what he's doing, you're just too much. You're, you're, you're a baseball purist. You know what I mean? Like you're one of those baseball purists who, oh, what, we can't do anything to alter the game. But like, Prime's a new age coach. Like he did it at J at Jackson State, and he's doing it there, and it's, it's a different way to do it. I, I look, I'm a Colorado fan. I was thinking about getting me a bus hat how to can even you wear post game here. Like, how can you not be? Like, say what you want, and maybe TCU's not who they were last year, but that's fine. They're still, they were a three touchdown favorite. Yeah, and so Prime's, Prime's got him on the road winning that game. And so, yeah. Now, does that mean, again, go back to what I said earlier. Let's not overreact by any win and let's not pull, you know, so look, let's not got, pull the emergency button. We got three comments in a row. All makes me think about that Colorado game. And then I'm going to translate it to the LSU game. 
All right, so I'm going to get through these. Danny, if you can't run the ball, it's going to be a long game. Brian, we hadn't had a good running back in years. And Brian, again, is Emery ever going to play? So, look, here's the deal. Emery's supposed to play, not Grambling game, but the first SEC game, which I believe is uh, Missouri um, in a couple of weeks. Um, So, two games in. I wouldn't say it's suspension, but he's not academically eligible yet to play. So two more games or one more game after this game, and then Emory's going to be in. But brings up the good point. You know, we were talking about Colorado. That running back for Colorado was elite. I don't know if you saw him. He was fast as hell, shifty, okay? And that brings me to the point. We do not have a good running back. We haven't had a good running back since 2019. I think LSU's sort of MO has always been – and we've had some elite guys, don't get me wrong, but when we haven't had those elite guys, it's always been like, well, our offensive line is going to be so dominant. Really, anybody can be back there and get a six, seven yards. You know you know what I mean? And, and right. this running back by committee thing. But when, which, you, which, when you're playing a team like Florida State, you need someone who can make plays, right? Get out, yeah. get out, get open, well, out-talent some guy, out-run him, you know? I think my problem is, is that all of our running backs sort of look – the same. Yeah, they're all right? big. You don't have slow. like, hey, it's third and one. We need our third and half a yard. All right, here comes the big guy. You know, like he's going to just, even if you don't block somebody, he's going to get the first down or it's third and eight or you're going to run a screen or whatever. So you got your shifty guy in. Like all of our backs seem to be built from the same mold. Do you think I could rush for more yards than Trey Bradford? No. no. <laughs> I don't. Look. <laughs> I've known you for a long time. I, I know you think you can just go out there and beat uh, Olympic sprinters. You can't. You, I don't know if you – when they, you'll go to practice one day and you'll actually see these guys in person and you'll be like, okay, never mind. I think I could score one college touchdown and then I'm out for the rest of the year probably. In what circumstance though? Like everybody watches a like, game. And yeah, like, sure, like you're going to run a quarterback sneak from the one-inch line? Like sure, maybe the line gets like a Like a little less mile swing pass around the end, you know, left side, follow behind the tackle. I could, I think I could stiff arm one guy. You're doing yeah. better than these fucking LSU running backs. That's for sure. There's no doubt. Right? Now, in fact, I'll, I'll call some people, see if I can get you in there. You, <laughs> you, you have some eligibility left, right? Yeah. I got yeah. five years. Yeah. yeah. We got you. Yeah. Sure. Everybody <laughs> All right. thinks that. All right. Danny says we need to talk about LSU secondary because there's horrible performance. Again, Danny, we talked about this earlier. I don't know if you saw it. We don't necessarily think it was a horrible performance. They just got out talented. Look at that touchdown that uh, both all the Burns touchdowns. gave up. He he is in position. He's got his arms underneath that guy, in between his helmet and the ball, like he's supposed to. He's just given up six inches, and that guy made an elite play. You yeah. know, so I'm not I'm not selling any of those guys out right now. Like, you know, I thought we we had great coverage. You never saw anybody. There, was, there wasn't any bust except for on that one little last one down the sideline. But kind of at that point, you know, I mean, that play is designed to do exactly what it did. You know, you've been running that underneath quick bubble or or out to the single receiver all game. They bite, they bite, they bite. You pump it. We, we, we used to run that and live on it. But um, I didn't see anything that was other than they, they just got outperformed. Yeah. Look, you know, look, this they is- got out-athleted. Brian, I, I love the I love the uh, the intensity here, uh, but LSU football sucks. Not going anywhere this year. They'll win a couple of games. I, I disagree. They they don't suck. They're just not as good as Florida State, and in, in any way. Yeah. Every again, everybody yeah. like 
where's the hype coming from, right? Now you've had this reality check, pause for a minute and let's go back. Where's all the hype coming from? Yeah. So this is year two for Brian Kelly. So look, I'll be honest. My girlfriend kind of railed me on the on the preseason show that we did that we released a couple of days ago because I, I did not talk about the ramifications for this game if we lost. All right. She says, hey, we need to hit the panic button. What are your thoughts? Do we My need to hit the no. panic button? Did we need to hit the panic last year button when we lost this game? Yeah. No, yeah, you yeah, were I'm in you, you were in the conversation at the end. So if you if you do what you're supposed to do, which is get better, like what if this Florida State team ends up going undefeated and being in the top four and being in the cop. This loss doesn't seem that bad, right? Yeah. Like maybe we can have our reality check and move forward, get better. You've got time. It's not like we're playing Alabama next week, right? We're not in the heart of the schedule. We don't have Georgia next week. Like you've got some time to clean it up, coach these guys up and, and just move forward. And and if you run the table and Florida state goes undefeated, guess what? You, meet again. You got, got yeah, you, you got a chance to probably play him again. So, yeah. no, do you need to hit the panic button? Absolutely not. All right. Was there anything that you saw during the game, offense, defense, special teams, where you like, shit, that's bad. We really need to fix that. The use of Harold Perkins I thought was bad. Um, I thought it was atrocious. Yeah. I thought um, that was probably the most egregious thing we saw at the yeah, entire Yeah, 100%. I don't think anyone would disagree with that. Um, I think our, our, our depth at D-line – showed um he got the suspension with me so i think that that was huge you know just having one or two extra guys being able to rotate in i mean that's huge yeah we still aren't at full depth i believe with scholarship no. players um i just I, I just the the not in create our offense looked exactly like like picked up right from last year like we nothing looked different do you think that's a scheme standpoint or Jaden yes. not being able to no, that's a scheme standpoint. Like nothing, like you'd look around the country. I don't know. You just, you know, we, we looked so blah. I don't, I don't know what other word to use, you know, like our, our coolest formation was like a trips bunch formation. Like yeah. I saw, I think it I got a first nothing, down, by the way. I think that I saw nothing schematically down. that like wild or confused or just made the, the defense think. You know, so I I hope that changes throughout the year because, you know, as we tend to get more talent like this, this was the big concern with Denbrock being hired at LSU was that he was not necessarily creative. I mean, he was at Cincinnati before Cincinnati had a good team. They they were undefeated. I can't. Or I think they went undefeated one year. huh? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, but they had uh, that quarterback that was that's plays for atlanta now i can't think of his name um he was really good he ran over everyone and had some good receivers yeah when you have uh, good dudes you don't have to be creative now the conventional wisdom says lsu has good dudes what's the problem here well there's a difference between good dudes and elite dudes yeah that's like true. if you go back and watch 2019 like and and i i went back to, like, was still coaching then and broke down every snap that lsu took and wrote down every play and schematically went through it We weren't that creative. Like those dudes just made plays. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, if you think about it, like um, who was our offensive coordinator? I can't think of his name. Brady. Yeah. Brady. What's he doing now? I don't even know where he is. Exactly. I know he's been fired (laughs) twice. 
So, exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of like, like you, had, you had good plays with the with elite dudes, and it makes it makes coaching easy. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. So if we if we look at it from that standpoint, like, um, can Denbrock be more creative? You and I would both agree. Yes, we do need to change the scheme up. Uh, I I saw that. Jaden was getting a lot of backside pressure. I did you see that, or like the running back was missing picking up that edge rusher? Um, it it looked like we weren't giving our guys any help. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of times like Mason would be we be set out, so he's not there to chip the guy. So all right, let's bring him back in or put his hand in the ground, which makes the defensive lineman have to change his technique. He can't line up on the outside shoulder of the tackle anymore. He's got to come from the outside the tight end, right? So I saw no adjustments. You know, oh, they're doing this. Let's do that. I just didn't see any of that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Bright spots? Any bright spots for this game? Um, yeah. Um, you know, I didn't see any, you know, it was a clean game as far as penalties are concerned. Like, we, you know, no holding penalties. I think, I think we ended with one penalty. Is that pass interference, which yeah. are, you know, I hate that when guy gets out the pocket, like, and they're, they're both, everyone's got their hands on each other. Like that's such a terrible penalty, but that was good. Um, Makai Wingo looked really good. He looked dominant. Uh, I think he just didn't have a chance to come off the field at times. Yeah. Um, I thought the kicking game was good. I mean, we some great, some good punts, kickoffs were deep field goal unit looked great. Um, I didn't see any, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I saw a lot of games in week one where I got linemen going the wrong way. We only got 10 on the field, that kind of stuff. Those kind of things. Um, you can build on that, right? We, we just got beat by a better team. Yeah. I mean, don't overreact I, that. That's all it is. I, I thought the band was pretty solid. So that was pretty good. Yeah. I don't even remember them showing the band, right? They didn't. They didn't, but they sounded good from this. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Um, I will say this. I thought that there's some there was the two minute drill we're going down, right? We we get the long run and he doesn't go out of bounds. That's yeah, a coaching what that's the a coaching fuck the coaching that? mistake to me, right? I always used to start the two minute drill with the saying of the extra yard is not worth the extra second. That cost like, us a timeout for sure. Yeah, you had to burn a timeout. Like it, it that that's a and if you don't have that timeout, like the, the half runs out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That, that's a huge coach. You you've ran the ball 40 yards. Like you're going to lower your shoulder to get me 43 yards. Like get out of bounds. Yeah. So those are coaching points uh, that you can build on, right? And so now you've been in this situation. That's why you see the improvement from week one to week two. Um, you know, look, there's a million things to go over, and sometimes you don't get to them all, or you you know it's you can't address it as much as you'd like. So. Um, I just got a I just got a phone in message here from Tegan. She says Florida State outplayed and outperformed LSU all night. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah that's what better teams do. Yeah. <laughs> they were a better team. Uh as simple as that. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we get into kind of like looking forward, all right. Let's just let's make this night feel a little bit better. What was something you really enjoyed football this weekend? Let's look at all college football. Uh, just, just that it's back, right? It's something to do. I mean, you find yourself watching games. You're like, I don't even know who these teams are. Um, you, you know, there, there wasn't much in the terms outside of the, no, the only good game was the Colorado, Colorado game. game. Yeah. yeah. No. 
And then I watched know. Tulane last night. I'm watching Tulane. First of all, yeah, can we can we I mean, this is not the old days where there's this LSU Tulane rivalry. I, I don't like think if so. you can't tip your hat to what they're doing there, then like you, you just don't like something's wrong with you. Like now, that I will court, say this. You're up by 20 points. Why is Michael Pratt still in the game? You know, all right. They're, they're, but they're, they're that argument all the time. Right. Um, any situation like what what is that? What is Florida State's quarterback doing in the game at the end? Yeah, in the zone read like he he got hammered on like the five yard line. Like so, yeah, that's dumb. But like. How about Pratt's performance? One yeah. incompletion, 300 plus yards. Pat, I mean, I know everyone's going to start typing in, right? Yeah, I wish LSU had that guy. Like, everybody relax. Right? Everybody calm down. Like, he's good. One. <laughs> yeah, Pratt no, I good. think he's great. And it kind of goes back to preseason polls, what I talked about, right? Like, that guy's I'll not mentioned this. in the Heisman. I bet he should be. I'll say this. Tulane's offense was a hell of a lot more creative than LSU's this week. Yeah. Yeah. But so, There's and no look. Doubt. And again, my highlight, I loved watching Coach Prime. I loved everything uh, Colorado did. Is there a better moment if you're if like if you're a father out there yeah. listening? Like your son's the quarterback, your your other son is the leading tackler of the game. Like, is there any better moment? Like you're in an interview and like you got your two sons next to you. Like, if you can't root for that, then like I don't know, you're just sort of mad at everything in general, I think. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Other than that, everybody else got smashed. We saw like 10 yeah. games of 70 points put up. Yeah, by that's teams. Just, it was some ridiculous. Yeah, I know Oregon scored like 80, I think. Yeah, 81. Yeah. I mean, it's, that's no fun. I've been in those games. Like, it's no fun for anybody, even when you're scoring 80 points. Like, yeah, schedule better. Like, I, that, yeah. They're playing I some teams that they shouldn't be playing. Like, I, agree. I hope I all this care. conference realignment stuff sort of takes care of that. And, and you can't get rid of those games though, unfortunately, because a lot of those teams, like they need that money, right? Grambling state next week needs that paycheck to help fund probably half that school's, you know, athletic program, programs. Yeah. 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 So, so speaking of which we, we have grambling uh, next weekend um, outside of their band being awesome. What, what are we looking forward to do? against grambling you're, you know how do problem, we use right? this you're, you're gonna see a lot of the same because you can work on it all week in practice but you're not gonna need any of that stuff to show to beat grambling right so now you don't want to show missouri you know all the new stuff or all the corrections or all that stuff so you just look in those games to like clean performances get on get out don't get hurt like you know your starters should be out by mid third quarter um, it is what it is, you know, be clean, no yeah. penalties, no procedural stuff, no delay of games. Like just get in, get out. Like th- this will be the toughest week of practice they'll have all year. They'll get yeah. coached harder this week than they will all year. Yo, Philly, I, I, this is perfect. Philly, Philly came in here and said the Corey Raymond effect. We're going to miss him. I don't know. Our guys were in position all night again. We saw that, yeah. you know, now though, the interesting thing, and I did think about this. I mean, we do not have the big, tall, lanky defensive backs that we no. are used to. Right. And no. I feel like that's where we missed out on a yeah. physicality standpoint in terms of measurables. That's what we missed in this game against those wide receivers. It wasn't positioning. It wasn't coaching. They were no. on them. No, I think those guys just made plays. I, you know, I, I think you're, you're used to guys who look like Thomas. On, uh, you know, our receiver, like you're used to cornerbacks who look like that. And by yeah. the way, I think, I think he's going to be the star of the year. Like I'm, I'm saying it now, like neighbors gets in all, gets all the hype. That guy's a freak. 
Yeah, he, he looks better. Th- he looks better than people who looked apart. I'm with you. I'm with you. Like he's gonna. Uh, oh, we got a Florida State fan in here. Predicted the 41-27. Said it was a bad matchup for y'all secretary. Of course, Coleman goes off for three days. P.S. Did Perkins play tonight? Going to fuck off, dude. No, I'm kidding. Well, no, I'm yeah, kidding. Gr- agree with all that. Like, yes, we all talked about that. You were the better team tonight. Uh, don't know where Perkins was. He was the only time I heard him is when he got. Uh, I don't know if he got a penalty at the end of the game or he did something. Uh, no, if you go back and watch that game, like the their Florida State linemen were able to work up to the second level and get their hands on him, and he just looked lost. Yeah, yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with you. So look, I did, I, hold on. Before we go any further, I just want to say this, and people who watch this, did, did you go into hair and makeup before this? I mean, you, you look great. Your hair's perfect. It's like 10:30 at oh, night, man, 11 like o'clock at night. We had a, a uh, hair makeup session before this. <laughs> the, the, the guy watching this who's 15 beers in doesn't <laughs> care what your hair looks like, but but look, you look good. Look, me and my lady friend, we went we went and had some drinks this afternoon. We went to uh, Cooter Brown's. Uh, now that it's a non-smoking establishment. I had a Bloody Mary, a couple of vodkas there. We went to uh, Port Orleans and we went some tacos at Barracuda. And, uh, That's here, my favorite place right now, by the way. Barracuda. Yeah, I love go Barracuda. There. We go there at least once a month. I haven't been there all summer because it's been hot, but I decided today it was right down the street from Port Orleans. That's what the cold margaritas are for. Anyway, we're off to, we're off topic here. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, what else is there to talk about? We got all the Florida yeah. State fans coming yeah. in, rubbing rub it in our face. Rightfully so. Yeah. Guys, hey, you, you smash gonna this. Yes. If you're going to like have all the hype and beat your chest and make have your coach make claims of, oh, we're going down there to kick at, like, you better be able to take it on the chin. Yeah, we're taking so, it on the chin, that's for sure. Well, again, <laughs> don't overreact. It's week one. All right, that's so the season play out. What are the obvious things we'll, we can fix? Uh, not, well, not necessarily say for grambling, and we'll talk about this over the next couple of weeks, but before the SEC play starts. Like that you say, hey, we do this, we do that, we can clean it up. You, you, you've got to establish a running game. I don't care, like. You just can't. You can't rely on our the, guys. The running look game. slow. They look slow. Yeah, but you can't. Your run game cannot be zone read. You cannot live on that, right? Give it right up the middle and zone, or quarterback pulls it. Like you just can't live on that. Like you've got to get some power run games going. So I, I hope. I hope if we can establish that and build that. Um, you know, then you can build on something, but you can't just live on zone. Yeah, look, hey, key man says they're playing Perkins out of pitch and he needs to bulk up and play on the edge. Yeah. He looks smaller. He looks different, right? Last year he looked like a monster, and here he looks different. He cut his hair, looks like maybe a sh- smaller shoulder pads, like he leaned out or something. He looked He's, tiny. He looks because he looked tiny because those offensive guards constantly had their hands on him, and those are big dudes. He definitely looked thicker last year. I'll say that much. Yeah, well, he was young, you know, like probably had, you know, didn't hit the gym as hard as he probably did in high school because he was just bigger and better than everybody. And, you know. Look, another Florida State fan here, three fourth downs and y'all went for it. Yeah, I mean, those were obvious fourth down plays to go for. Yeah, look, I'm again, I'm fine for you. You want to coach aggressive. Like if you, if you if you have a better play call, if you execute the play, I'm not looking Florida State executed, right? It's fourth down. Someone's got to execute. They execute it. If if we execute and it's it's twenty eight to seven at halftime, like it's a totally different conversation. But they didn't. I mean, so Florida, yeah. and Florida State did. Yeah, I mean, I think this game comes down to again, like we talk about it, like we did not make the adjustments necessary at halftime. 
Um, we didn't take advantage of maybe the uh, positional battles that we could take advantage of for sure. Um, and Florida State ran it down our throat and wore our asses out yeah. by the fourth quarter. You know, yep. their wide receivers made plays. They were taller, like great throws by Jordan Travis, uh, and we just yeah. couldn't hang. Look, they just say whatever you want. They looked like the better team. And they yeah. were, and I think they showed it. We got big nope fan 64. This game town to one thing. You suck. <laughs> no doubt. We did suck this game. Nope fan 64. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, K-Man also said Mason Terrell, the only consistent player on offense. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he didn't do anything with him. He threw him yeah, a ball in the flat, like, great, off a zone read. Like, where, where's the vertical passing game with the tight end and the mismatch that we talked about? Like, I didn't see any of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you want to talk about a positional mismatch, like, Florida State did not have these monster safeties. Yeah, it was not great. We got Florida State was 9 for 14 on third downs. With, Correct. Uh, they were 64% and 1 for 1 on fourth down, which was the big play. So that kind of, even though you didn't get off the field, they stayed on. And we were 30%. Yeah. And we talked about Three that in the pre. 10. Unreal. Yeah, we we talked about that in the in the pre-show. Like third down conversions are early. In, the only reason they're even in it in the first half is because they get a third and 12 conversion. And then the very next play is a 40-plus yard touchdown pass to tie it up 7-7. If you get off the field there, you got a chance to go right back down, make it 14 nothing. Yeah. Third downs. I'm with you. All right, Coach, anything else to add before we check out here? On a no, shitty week? no. I think uh, I can't. I just can't stress enough. Like, don't overreact by anybody's win this week and don't hit the alarm button just because your team lost. Uh, there's a lot of football left. A lot of stuff can happen. Just go back to last year. I mean, we end up losing, what, two or three more, and you're still in the conversation. Yeah, like, sure. The landscape. This is not the old days of the AP poll where, you know, uh, you lose one, you're out, and that was it. All right. Den Brock, here, listen to this. Let Jaden sling it, my man. Come on. Push <laughs> it downfield. And uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for joining in. Uh, go Tigers. Later.